men conquer valleys and glens. We build huge towers in the sky. We're strong and we're bold, though it be hot or cold. We'll fight everyone till we die. And welcome back to another fine, fun, exciting fucking episode of The Cranky Old Bastard and his sidekick, Nobody. Everybody, welcome back to our fun little world. Ha 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 ha. I'm the cranky old bastard, and oh, that's nobody. That's right. This would be episode 12, we think. Yep. Episode 12. So, are we going to skip episode 13 because it's unlucky, or are we just... There's no such thing. 13 is only unlucky if you happen to be a Knights Templar in 1307 on a Friday. <sighs> and I don't have to be that, so I don't think I'm very unlucky. 13 is actually a good number. You know what's really funny? Everyone thinks it's unlucky, but did you know that Jesus' group was 13? Yeah. Everyone seems to forget that. It's like, wait a minute, he had 12 disciples in himself. That does make 13. Yeah. So, well, maybe that's why he was on the cross. Maybe it wasn't so lucky after all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell, my eldest son was born on Friday the 13th. Well. Lots of people are born on the 13th, so it's it's just a number, folks, you know. If you add them together, they make four. Not that that means much anyway, but, you know, what the hell. If you do it, if you do them backwards, it's 31. That's right. Or if you put them together, they make a B for bitching. Hey, what's, <laughs> what's the metric version of a 69? Um, a 33? 181. excuse me (laughs) so alright so enough rambling crap there our our topic today is American politicians we're not going to deal with anything Canadian tonight just American politicians and the politics of the upcoming elections and how stupid some of these fuckers are definitely cooler than these dumb fucks like, well, for for up, a Virginia lawmaker, children with disabilities are God's punishment to women who previously had abortion. So, this was posted on February twenty second. God, uh, fucker's stupid. Yeah, this guy, delegate Virginia State Delegate Bob Marshall, who's a Republican, surprise, surprise, spoke at a press conference against state funding for Planned. He blasted the organization for supporting women's right to choose, saying that God punishes women who've had abortions by giving them disabled children. Now, if you scroll down and read the comments, one of the first comments you see is by a guy named Chris Hewitt. By this guy's logic, his own mom must have had several abortions because he's quite obviously mental defective. (laughs) Uh, Da-da-da-da. There's a place for you, for your kind of evil, Bob Marshall. See if you can find it somewhere in your Bible. Zeke Heil here, Marshall. Who cares about the little freedom of or from religion as promised? All American citizens, and I can't even spell citizens. Citizens. Um... Disaster generalist at the Department of Homeland Security, George William Claxton. This guy is insane. His philosophy is disgusting, and I find it hard to understand why anyone would vote for him. Oh, fuck. You know, some some of the shit that the Republicans come up with, you know, it's just, it makes you shake your fucking head. Well, you know, they are really stupid. You gotta wonder what kind of intelligence it takes to be a Republican. So, he it goes on. The number of children who are born subsequent to a first abortion with handicaps has increased dramatically. Why? Because when you abort the firstborn of any nature, of any nature takes its vengeance on the subsequent children. Said Marshall, a Republican. In the Old Testament, the firstborn of every being, animal and man, was dedicated to the Lord. There's a special punishment Christians would suggest. That guy rates right up at the the fucking politician that thinks women can shut down their pussy during rape. Oh, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get (laughs) to that. 
Um, Marshall is also fighting against health care reform, saying that Obamacare is trying to take your soul. Former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin was also being pushed was also being pushing back against high profile figures and entities who have been attacking people with disabilities. Will she speak out against someone in our own party? <laughs> yeah, right. So, so that guy's name again is Bob Marshall, and I mean, he, he looks like a fucking twit. Next topic: the Catholic League. League's Bill Donahue defends priests who blamed children for their abuse. Now this is fucking disgusting. Okay, this is a, as akin to saying women ask to be raped. Okay, saying Bill Donahue, president of the Catholic League, issued a statement yesterday defending Father Benedict Groscherel Smith with a G, who earlier this week blamed ch- child victims of pedophile priests for the rapes. Huh. Now, did did correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Um, and I don't think I am. I used to be a Sunday school teacher. Did Christ not say say suffer the little children unto me? Yeah, something like that. And like whoever would blame a fucking child to that for their own rape is fucking sick. Um, calling or justifying their own actions. Yeah, he's obviously got some skeletons in his closet. Calling Groeschel's service heroic and his record impressive, Donahue claims Father Groeschel merely hypothesized how a young person, 14, 16, or 18, as he put it, could conceivably, conceivably take advantage of a priest who's get, having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. You know why Catholics... Altar boys part their hair in the middle. Uh, I give up. Go ahead. So the priest knows where to rub their head going, good boy, good boy. You're sick, dude. Yeah, well, so are Catholic fucking priests. Um, the Catholic Church has been plagued with thousands of pedophile priests enabled by Catholic leadership up to and included in Pope Benedict, Benedict the Sixteenth. Certainly in his previous role, and men like Donahue, who, who attack groups like SNAP and demean discredit and those victims who speak out. Speaking of SNAP's survivor's network of those abused by priests, whom Donna Dolan has called a phony victims group, uh, David Closely, SNAP's executive director, writes of the Groeschel issue that the real issue is that Groeschel makes such hurtful, stupid, and Todd Aiken-like remarks. Many Catholic officials have thought and said much the same. We suspect, we suspect many still do right now. You know, I the the Catholic Church pisses me off. Yeah. To no end. I mean, they're they're saying that you know, you you got to give your your money to the the needy children, and yet they got this fucking figurehead who sits on a solid gold fucking throne. Oh, I know. I mean, sell that throne and send the money over to the fucking hungry kids that you're telling us that we need to support. Next topic. Todd Aiken. Okay. This is the guy that you were talking to. This woman writes a letter to him. Dear Todd Aiken, I'm writing to you tonight about rape. It's 2 a.m. and I am unable to sleep here in the Democratic Republic of Congo. This woman is, she's worked with hundreds of thousands of women who have been raped and violated and tortured due to the careless war for minerals fought on their bodies. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, there's so much fighting going on in the Congo about diamonds and oil and gold, and the victims are the, the women and children. The soldiers come in, they rape them, they brutalize them. They take the kids, they give eight-year-olds AK-47s and say, you've just been drafted. Um, this woman is a rape survivor. I, I'm i not going to read the whole letter. I suggest that everybody who's listening to this read this letter. The link is up on the website, or will be when we post this. And she makes such a fucking fantastic letter that, you know, it's my heart goes out to this woman 
because of the work that she does. And I think that, you know, this woman deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. Okay? Or at least a Nobel Prize for writing, because the writing that she did was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next topic. Fact check. Paul Ryan at the Republic National Conference. Okay? Yeah, he's an idiot. Well, we know that. We stated that in our last broadcast. Um, he accused President Obama's health care law of funneling money away from Medicare at the expense of the elderly. In fact, Medicare's chief sanctu- actuary says the law substantially improves the system's finances, and Ryan himself has embraced the same savings. He accused Obama of doing exactly nothing about recommendations of a bipartisan deficit commission, which Ryan himself helped scuttle. Mm -hmm. He claimed the American people were cut out of stimulus spending. Actually, more than a quarter of all stimulus dollars went for tax relief for workers. Faulted Obama for failing to deliver on 2008 campaign promises to keep Wisconsin plant open. It closed less than a month before Obama took office. Yeah. I love that one. He blamed Obama for that. <laughs> Obama yeah. wasn't even wasn't even president when it shut down. He uh, blames Obama for the loss of the AAA credit rating of the U.S. Actually, standards and poor bl- and pores blamed the downgrade of the com- uncompromising standards of both Republicans and Democrats. Okay, when he wasn't attacking Obama, Ryan was puffing up the records of his running mate, Twit Romney, on taxes and unemployment. Taking money from Medicare. I mean, this guy just... Jean Chrétien, our former prime minister, when he left office, or when he was in office, someone made a comment about the fact that he he talked out at the side of his mouth, eh? Yeah. He goes, I may I may talk out of one side of my mouth, but at least I don't talk out of the two sides of my face. <laughs> Fuck I I love that guy. I mean He did he, he did he did a lot of he did a real, lot of a lot of really fun stuff. I, I only I started to really like him in his last few months of office when he started to do some seriously ballsy shit. So go ahead, check check the facts on uh Paul uh, Ryan. Uh, the, the Republicans aren't going to check facts. I can't remember where it was, but it was quoted that they're not gonna, that that they don't have time to check facts. They're running they're running an election campaign. Facts? Those facts? They're unimportant. Facts? That, oh, you mean um, the fact that JFK was killed by a single bullet? A magic one at that. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, next. The Pennsylvania GOP Senate candidate getting pregnant from rape is similar to having a baby out of wedlock. Mm. Tom Smith, a Tea Party endorsed candidate running against Senator Bob Casey. He should be teabagged a few times. Fuck yeah. Okay, so this is in the aftermath of Todd Akin's offensive and medically inaccurate comments. We'll get to those, don't worry. Um... Most of the Republicans have been scrambling to get away from this fucker, okay? Um, some of them, however, <laughs> are very much in line with Aiken's anti-choice views. Um, most of them have, same, have the same ignorance. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, they, these are the people I, I would hate to see anybody raped. But, you know, if, if it's going to happen, let it, let's, it happen to these people okay that they finally figure out you know oh wow you you can get pregnant from rape and you know it is going to play hell on that person's mind to know that they're carrying the child of the rapist and now here's something else for them to think about if they outlaw abortions for women who've been raped Mm -hmm. What's to stop the rapists from turning around and claiming that they want visitation and uh, access to that child? They already do that. It's fucking disgusting. That already happens, man. Um, This reporter, Mark Scofaloro, from the Associated Press, asks, How would you tell a daughter or granddaughter who, God forbid, 
would be the victim of rape to keep the child against her own will. Do you have a way to explain that? Smith, I led something similar to that with my own family. She chose life, and I commend her for that. She knew my views, but fortunately for me, I didn't have to. She chose the, the way I thought. No, no, don't get me wrong, it wasn't rape. Similar how? Uh, having a baby out of wedlock. That's similar to rape? No, 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 but put yourself in the father's situation. Yes, it's similar, but back to the original, I'm pro-life, period. <laughs> what the f How is getting raped similar to having a baby out of wedlock? I mean... I didn't, I didn't rape my girlfriend. We've had two kids out of wedlock. I don't believe in marriage. Fuck, yeah. I've been down that road twice. All it is is a way to ruin a fucking perfectly good relationship. Yeah, not necessarily, but it does happen. Well, in my opinion, marriage is a fucking crock. And just because you've got kids does not mean you have to get married. That's true. So what? My, my kids are bastard children. Fuck, they know who their father is. No, we weren't married when they got, were born. That doesn't mean I love them any less. So, another person to vote against. Fucking, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Tom Smith. There's a fucking original name. <laughs> it, that comes in handy for when he's checking to motel with his fucking secretary, too. <laughs> Now, the next item up we have, Paul Ryan said something that should force him off the dock, off the ticket, but you probably didn't hear about it. Uh, Paul Ryan gave an interview in which, defending his position that there should be no excuses for abortion, he f referred to rape as a method of contraception. Wow, right? Yeah. Talk about That's a method uh, of contra contraception, all right. <laughs> it's say, wow, right? Talk about benign euphemisms. Rape. Rape is now a method of contraception. You know, like lovemaking just without the love. <laughs> <sighs> there could be no greater testament to the utter education responsibility but passes for a news media in America in 2012 than that despite the grotesquery of the cavalry callous comment, chances are better than good, that this was his, the first you're hearing of it. And yeah, you know, basically it is. Um, not many other people heard it. You can watch it, okay? Try and figure out why it hasn't gotten any mainstream media attention. Hmm. Okay? Um, it's, it, now this reporter says it to them, it's a far more offensive remark than Todd Aiken's imbecilic burst of last weekend. Uh, so, yeah, fuck. The, these guys are so fucking stupid. Okay, let's go on to the next thing. Um, Rush Limbaugh. Good old Rush. What up? Good old pills, man. Oh, what a fucking idiot. I mean... This is the kind of idiot that would want to reenact the War of 1812. <laughs> Did you notice Canada's been putting out a lot of uh, advertisements oh. about the uh, anniversary of the War of 1812? <laughs> and, you know, what's great? You know, I, I've run into a few tourists and they're like, so why why do you guys keep putting out this, this these commercials about the war of 1812 we won that war uh, no you didn't no well, you didn't we kicked your ass and the white house got its name because of that we burned your fucking white house okay it burned 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 yeah they repainted it with whitewash thereby giving its name the white house now here's the sign now fuck off yeah, it's actually kind of funny. Americans choose to ignore the fact that they got their asses kicked by a bunch of fucking Canadians and Frenchmen. And Indians. And Don't Indians. Yeah, Canadians, French, and Indians. But Rush Limbaugh is blaming Barack Obama for weather. He oh, yeah, that's right. I remember Obama that. 
Yeah, on his radio, Limbaugh claimed that the Hurricane Isaac is an Obama conspiracy to shut down the Republican convention. Mm. What the fuck? Yeah, if he had that kind of power, do you think he would just bother to shut down the fucking Republican convention? If he had that kind of power, don't you think he'd use a bolt of lightning to fry your ass, Rush? No shit. Actually, no. I mean, fuck. Rush is going to win him the election. Yeah. Keep Five. Okay, so the next stupid thing. Oh fuck! This one, you know, I, all my American brethren, you know, the Vietnam veterans, you know, I consider them brethren for obvious reasons. You know why I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a veteran myself. And uh, Mitt Romney quotes: "I was too important to go to Vietnam." Oh. Too important to go to Vietnam. He was too important. He was busy. He was busy banging Bush in the back room with the helicopters. This was posted on August twenty-first of this year at one twenty-one p.m. And I'm just going to see, read out what he says. Okay. Um. I'm just trying to pick up. He was pleased to answer the questions, however. So, he was asked some questions. However, his response to his answer to a follow-up question regarding his four deferments from Vietnam War did not please onlookers, especially veterans. Romney responded to the question regarding U.S. military involvement by stating, We are the most powerful nation in the world, and it is our responsibility to make sure we protect all of our interests both here and abroad. This helps protect each and every freedom that has been fought for and won over the centuries of our nation's existence. We will do what we have to in regard to strengthening our allied relationships as well as letting our enemies know we do not intend to back down. We will stay the course of freedom at all costs. That is what our founders would have wanted. No, your founders would have wanted you to keep your fucking nose out of other people's business and run your own country. This was a very rehearsed answer to a scripted question. was followed by a question that the former governor was not prepared to answer, or so it seemed by his response. The next question went as follows. Governor Ron Romney, is it true, is it not that you have had four deferments from the Vietnam War? You have said before that you support war and the effort of the U.S. military. All proceeds at all costs. Yet you made sure you never go to war yourself. What makes you think that veterans and those currently serving in the military think that you have their best interests at heart? when you yourself weren't even interested in sacrificing your own time, energy, life for your nation at a time when it seemed most critical. What the fuck are you doing? Play on myself. What's it sound like? Oh, fuck it. Coming over and drowning me out. (laughs) So Romney responded, That's a good question, young man. I would be happy to answer it. The Vietnam War came at a time in my life when I had other plans. I knew- <laughs> he actually said that? Holy fuck. Hang on. Hang on. Sorry. Go. I knew in my heart, heart of hearts that I would one day serve my nation, that I, I would one day hold an office that would help not only our nation, but also the world. So I did what I could to make sure that I would be around to serve my nation as well as serving God by teaching very important religious principle to a broader audience overseas. My father did not want me serving, and he convinced me that, yes, I was too important to go to Vietnam. I had a greater purpose in life. I was neglecting my nation, but I wasn't wasn't neglecting my nation, but rather preparing myself for further service. Oh, that's right. He he would have been a Mormon on his first mission. Everybody else that went to Vietnam didn't have other plans. The guys who died there didn't have other plans in their life. They didn't plan to marry their sweethearts and have kids and settle down. Ah, that's so funny. So an onlooker that seemingly was a Vietnam veteran shouted, Fuck you, Romney, you wouldn't know service if it bit you on your well-manicured ass. To which Romney responded, Please don't be testing, my friend. I did what I did for you, and I thank you. 
Saint Patrick responded, "You only served yourself, you jackass. You couldn't have served your nation, even if your draft number was wasn't called. You could have served your nation, even if your draft number wasn't called. But you did. You chose to serve yourself instead. Thanks for for revealing your true colors." <laughs> so the questioning next. I was quickly ushered to the next topic of education and the environment. So this guy thinks he's so fucking important that he could didn't have to go to war when this when his country was at war because he had better things to do. Yeah. Yeah, he is a tool. Twit Romney. Remember, folks, you've heard it here first. Twit Romney. I call him a twat, but twats are actually useful. <laughs> Next one. The GOP lawmaker virtually impossible to get through heterosexual sex. Excuse me? I'm waiting for that. Tennessee State Secret Senator Secretary or Tennessee State Senator Stacey Campfield, Republican, falsely claimed on Thursday and this was posted on January 26th, so, okay, a while back, that it's nearly impossible for someone to contract AIDS through heterosexual contact. <laughs> Most realize that AIDS came from the homosexual community. Michelangelo Signorelli Smith, who hosts a radio program on this serious XM out cue. It was one guy screwing a monkey, or if I recall correctly, and then having sex with men. It was an airline pilot, if I recall. (laughs) I'm pretty certain they've never actually tracked where AIDS has actually come from. Well, they, uh, they found a 19th century sailor. They assumed his body and did an autopsy on it as it were, and found that he died of acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Hmm. So it's been around long before airline pilots, motherfucker. It just kicked up in the late 70s and went forward from there and probably spread simply because of uh, the way our society works now with airplanes and stuff. Well, let's see. Guy goes out and fucks a monkey. Yeah. Comes home. Somehow I don't believe he was somebody fucked a monkey. (laughs) Fuck, you don't know. Down in the states, they do some mighty strange things. Well, it's not that I don't believe somebody didn't fuck a monkey, but I don't think that that's how AIDS got started. Well, they they think that AIDS did start in simians. Hmm. But think about it: guy goes goes out, fucks a monkey, comes home, fucks his wife. Wife's fucking the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Neighbor fucks the, the neighbor who's also a guy. And, well, hey, fuck. There you have it. There you have it. That spreads. But, you know, the sim- simple simple fact is is that, you know, AIDS spreads other ways besides fucking. He says, my understanding is virtually, not completely, but virtually impossible to contract AIDS through heterosexual sex. The article then goes on to say, it's generally accepted that at some point HIV crossed species from chimps to humans, but there's no evidence that that was caused by bestiality. It could have been a bite. Like, a chimp may have bitten someone or scratched them and infected them. So... Rick Sadowski of the Nevada State Health Division AIDS program noted that in 1998 that it is highly unlikely that HIV was transmitted through interspecies sexual contact. Given the behavior of chimps and the differences between the sexual anatomy of humans and other primates. According to the Center for Disease Control, male-to-male sexual contact has been the most common way to transmit AIDS, followed by the injection of drugs and heterosexual sex. Canfield briefly gained national attention in 2011 when he introduced legislation that critics derided as the Don't Say Gay Bill. Homosexuals do not naturally reproduce, he told Signorly. It has been proven that it is nature. That it is nature. It happens in nature, but so does speciality. That does not make it right or something we should be teaching in school. Okay, buddy, you need to pull your head out of your monkey's ass and 
get on with life. <laughs> and we'll get on with the next one. The, the, this one is... Okay. Are you sitting down for this? Sure. Okay, because you, you need to be careful. Okay. Because pregnancy begins two weeks before conception. Holy fuck. I should have a shitload of kids out there then. Yeah. I mean, hell, you just look at a girl, you can knock her up. Fuck, I... I Shit, man, I got a dozen women pregnant this last week. Fuck yeah. Hell, I I think I've impregnated half of Victoria then. (laughs) Good God. Now, this is the new law in Arizona. Oh, yeah. In Arizona, women are now legally pregnant two weeks before conception, according to a new law. (laughs) The Orwellian Orwellian law, sounds like. Women named Women's Health and Safety Act signed yesterday by Republican Governor Jim Brewer. Why is it always Republicans that do this strange shit? Man, they are seriously repressed, aren't they? Oh fuck! You know, I, and it's only going to come back and bite them in the ass because they're the one fucking their secretaries. Mm-hmm. At least Bill, Bill screwed an intern. Yeah. Fuck! I'm surprised she's not pregnant. <laughs> So, anyways, the scientifically, medically, and ethically, and intellectually dishonest legislation is designed to reduce the amount of time a woman is allowed to have a legal abortion. And it's one of the most draconian bills to become law in America. Hmm. The bill was sponsored by extremist Arizona State Republican Kimberly Yee, image right, who last month penned an op-ed Ed titled No Drug Test, No Welfare. He wrote, States have an obligation to hold those on public assistance accountable for their actions. Receiving a public benefit is a privilege, not a right. The debate on this drug testing welfare reset. Okay, well, it's got nothing to do with the being pregnant before you have sex. How fucking stupid are these people? Um, amazingly stupid, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, come on, people. Shake your fucking head. Two weeks before conception? Come on. Fuck. This, this chick looks like she needs a good pick up grass. And with that, we're going to move on to something new. We're going to move on to Todd Aiken. Okay? <laughs> now, you've heard us a hint about this. We're going to talk about it. An interview with the St. Louis TV station Republican Missouri Senate nominee Todd Aiken explains his stance on abortion by saying that in instances of legitimate rape, quotes... Oh, that's that's an asshole. Yeah, female body shuts down, preventing unwanted pregnancy. Aiken, who's back to the Tea Party conservatives, have has caused outrage with comments and backtracked shortly after by saying he misspoke. He misspoke? (laughs) Oh, it's asshole from a hole in the ground. Okay. Thinking that a woman's body can shut down during rape. Like, what the fuck? I mean, that's the... That's not just stupidity. That's offensive stupidity. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of person that would warrant summary execution. You know what? You're a fucking idiot. Bang! You're done. Mm -hmm. Okay? If if you're going to go on TV and say that a woman's body can shut down during rape then obviously you never had any sex Ed I doubt that you have got any fucking children because you think your dick is just to fucking piss out of mm-hmm. ah. it's like saying well you know women can't get pregnant just from petting it's happened all you gotta do is get some sperm right up in that hole I mean what the hell Get William fucking sperm, and he's the one that made the trip. <laughs> That's really sad, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, Todd Aiken, uh, for all of you down in Missouri, please, when you go to vote, remember what he said. And I, oh, fuck, what am I talking about? We're talking about Missouri. <laughs> hey, southern state. Y'all, y'all. <laughs> shut down because I'm going to rape you all right. It's like you got wet, therefore you enjoyed it. Your body lubricated itself while I was raping you, therefore you enjoyed it. 
you, you was you was dressed in women's clothing to ask to be raped. <laughs> well, that might work with his cousin mother or his auntie sister. Fuck, Missouri. Uh, and you know what really pisses me off? Mm. Missouri is home to the blues. Well, somebody intelligent woke up and went, "Oh man, this place is fucked." Here's my music from it. <laughs> oh, oh fuck yeah! So the next next topic: Texas judge warns of civil war, maybe if Obama wins. Texas judge Tom Head, bet you he never gets any, is worried about what might happen if President Obama wins re-election in November. There could be riots, unrest, or a civil war, maybe, he told local television station this week. Because of that, the Lubbock County judge has decided the only way to prepare is to increase taxes to help beef up local law enforcement. I'm thinking the worst case scenario now, he said during an, an appearance on Fox 34. Of course, Fox! Hmm, only on Fox. Fox 34 in Lubbock, Texas. Civil unrest, civil disobedience, civil war maybe, and we're not talking just a few riots here and demonstrations. We're talking Lexington, Concord, take up arms and get rid of the guy. So th this guy is actually he's encouraging this to happen. Mm -hmm. and he's encouraging civil unrest. Isn't that like a charts for that down in the state? Yeah, there is uh, laws against uh, encouraging uh, encouraging civil unrest like that, but uh, yeah, it has to be blatant encouragement. There's you know, loopholes in it, like every other law. Um, the judge spun the elaborate conspiracy theory while calling for a 1.7 cent hike per $100 on property tax in the county. A measure being commission there. He said he feared Obama would hand over sovereignty of the United States to the Na United Nations and the unrest would naturally follow. Okay, this, this is the kind of guy that says the the UN is making a law that's going to take away our guns. Oh no, not the guns. Don't take my gun. You can take my wife, you can take my dog, but don't take my gun. I don't take my dog or my pickup truck, okay? You do that, I'm going to have to write a country song about it. <laughs> oh, and this guy's a fucking judge in an elected position. Fuck. You know, may, maybe it would just be best if the, the UN took over the US. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <sighs> Next topic. Romney and Ryan would nuke Medicare. Um, here's one more thing that gets obliterated by the Mitt Romney-Paul Ryan plan to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. Huge savings on prescription drugs. Well, that just means that the dumb fucking Americans will be coming back over the border to get our, our drugs. Fuck. They, they want to they nuke it. Even though, you know, it provides drugs to people on low income and the elderly, and, you know, they're, they're not thinking about anybody but the upper class and who can afford all this shit. Mm -hmm. Fuck. You know, two people in the upper class down in the States that I really admire, and one that I've lost complete respect for, the two that I admire, Stephen King and Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they pay more taxes than what they have to. They call for higher taxes on the higher incomes. Okay? They know that they've got so much fucking money that they can afford to pay more taxes to help out the people who don't have as much. Yeah. Okay? Bill and Melinda Gates actually have a foundation to help people out. Stephen King quite often yeah. will work. Bill, Bill Gates is joined with what, what's the other that ultra-rich guy in Omaha? Um, Fuck, I don't know. Anyway, Bill Gates has joined the group to uh, where they where they're trying to spend all their money before they die and leave almost nothing to their kids. It's easy. You write your will so that all your money goes through charity. Charities are useless for the most part. The majority yeah. of money that's go to, to goes that most charities goes to their fucking administration. 
You, you know what charity they should leave it to? The Shriners. Shriners? Salvation Army? Yeah. No. Even the Salvation Army. Well, Salvation Army spends less than 20% on its administration. Do you know how much the Shriners spend on administration? Nothing. I know that because it's all volunteer. It's sweet fuck all that they spend on administration. Well, there's Every a little bit goes in administration because there's some things that are just required from administration no matter what you do. But they don't pay any any officers. None of the officers get paid. And that's where the majority of monies go in most charities is it goes to these, you know, these officers who, you know, sit in the you know, president or whatever their title is and they get paid a big sum for doing fuck all. Yeah. I mean the the Christian Children's Fund. Oh, how much that, are they that way. how much are they paying fucking people like uh oh fuck What's her name? Uh, she's on Who's a Boss? And oh, who knows, but the Christian Children's Fund is one of the worst. Uh, approximately 95% uh, of the money you send there goes into their administrations. 5% goes back to the uh, to the organ, goes back to who you intended to go to. Yeah. So Romney and Ryan are planning to nuke $4.1 billion and counting in Medicare prescription drug savings. Yeah, and yet they wanted to, you know, get rid of, or they wanted to oppose Obamacare because, you know, that was supposedly attacking the Medicare. Yeah. Next. Sheriff candidate okay with deadly force to stop abortions. <laughs> does, that, does that sound like, you know, incongruous to you? Yeah, you're gonna have an abortion. We're gonna shoot you dead. Bitch. <laughs> That's right. That'll that'll fix that abortion, won't it? You'll never have another fucking abortion again. Frank said wants the people of Hillsborough County, New Hampshire, to know that if they elect him as sheriff this year, he will do whatever it takes to stop doctors from performing abortions, mm. even if that means using deadly force. <laughs> In an interview with local television station WMUR, Sasbro said he believes sheriffs were granted special powers under the Constitution. That means he said he would be empowered to arrest or even use deadly force against doctors for providing legal abortions for women. Legal abortions, people. Legal. I would hope that the, all this is going to do is send abortions back into the fucking seedy side where Guys are using coat hangers. Yep, back in back to the times where women were bleeding to death. Back in the times when where women were fucking property. And you know, as as much as I joke about women that my girlfriend is not my property, she's my partner. Your wife is not your property; she's your wife. Uh, I'm her property, actually. You know that's how it works. Well, yeah. Well, we didn't have to say that. Come on. <laughs> um, so he's, he, it goes on. I would would hope that it wouldn't come to that as to any situation where someone was in danger. He says, but again, specifically talking about elective abortions and late term abortions, that's an act that needs to be stopped. He clarified that it did not apply to cases in which the mother's life was in danger. That's a medical decision. That's out of the area I'm talking about. He said. It's not clear what what kind of chances Zasbro has at winning the race. He claims endorsements from Jack Kimball, the former chairman of the state Republican Party. There's that word again, Republican. Everything always comes back to them. Boy, good God. As well as multiple Tea Party groups, but WMUR reported that the state's House Speaker was already calling for Zasbro to drop out of the race after his comments surfaced. <laughs> okay, we're not going to back you anymore. You're an idiot. Okay, Paul Ryan caught red-handed in stimulus hypocrisy. Hmm. So, oh, oh, I was going to talk about the the one person that I've lost respect for. That's Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah, <laughs> I fucking I used to I used to admire that man. You know, he he led a good life. You know, okay, he smoked in his movies, but he he led a clean life. He didn't smoke, do drugs. And then he sits there and argues with a fucking empty chair. Clint, this just in. It's time to go to the old folks' home. <laughs> and send your daughter up to me. I, I got a few things to teach her. Okay, so, back to Paul Ryan caught red-handed in stimulus hypocrisy. Since President Obama's stimulus package 
package passed in 2009, a number of congressional Republicans have publicly decried the program, while pr privately lobbying to bring the funds into their districts. As Rachel Maddow pointed out on Thursday, Paul Ryan is one of them. And to make things worse, he's been caught in what looks to be a flat-out lie about it. I, I, I like Rachel Maddow, you know. She's a, a little, starts with an L, um, um, a liberal, that's it. Both her and her girlfriend are liberals. Um, at the time the bill was passed, Ryan spoke out against it. We can do better than this. This bill, this package is unworthy of our new president's signatures, he said, also arguing that this is not going to work. Indeed, in a radio appearance on Wisconsin's WBZ News Radio 1030, dug up by the AP, a caller who, who identified himself as Joe Salton from asked Ryan about the funds. I assume you voted against the stimulus, and I'm just curious if you accepted any money in your district, Joe from Salton asked. Ryan replied, no, I'm not the I'm not one of those people who votes for something then writes to the government to ask them to send us money. I did not request any stimulus money. Interesting. This week, the Boston Globe and the Wall Street Journal revealed that letters from Ryan to various government agencies re requesting stimulus money and emphasizing how much it would help his district. Hmm. Fuck. Republican. Do you know, we can change the word Republican now. We can shorten it. The idiot? No. W, or sorry, L-I-A-R. Okay. Some up Republican. Liar. Oh, okay. Right? So we know Paul Ryan's a liar. We know Twit Romney's a liar. And, you know, there's been a couple good Republican uh, presidents, but they're all dead. <laughs> they actually weren't really Republicans either. No, okay. This is this is this is for all you Republicans that are still listening. Okay, this is the man you're going to be voting for. Romney doesn't understand why you can't roll down windows on an airplane. <laughs> you're shitting me, right? Sorry, no. that one took a moment to hit my brain. <laughs> On Monday, Mitt Romney offended, offered a remedy to the problem that caused his wife's airplane to land prematurely last week, allowing passengers to roll down the airplane windows. Dan Romney's plane was grounded Friday after the main cabin filled with smoke. The small electrical fire caused no in injuries, but apparently did cause the presidential candidate to forget the dangers of al altitude. <laughs> when you have a fire in an aircraft, there's no place to go exactly, he told the LA Times. And you can't find any oxygen from outside the aircraft to get into the aircraft because the windows don't open. <laughs> I don't know why they don't do, do that. It's a real problem. <laughs> Okay, man. All right. All right. Let it, okay. He should be allowed to fly up at 30,000 feet and then open the window. He really should be. That would cure the problem. This is the man that won your fucking vote to run for president, people. Come on, Republicans. Do better than this. Mm. A fucking doorknob would be better. Fuck. Oh, my God. I... I, I'm surprised that this guy has lasted this long. I'm too important to go to Vietnam, and why can't I roll down the windows on my airplane? Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Ah, back to Paul Ryan. Preventing gay people from marrying is a universal human value. Yeah. Paul Ryan reiterated his opposition to the marriage equality during a town hall in Cincinnati, Ohio, on Tuesday. The things you talk about, like traditional marriage and family and entrepreneurship, these aren't values that are indicative to any one person or creed or color. These are American values, and these are universal human values, he said in response to a question from the audience. You can watch it. I'll... I'm going to put that up in the notes right now. Fuck. Paul Ryan on gay marriage. Oh, fuck. 
you know, gay people have to pay taxes like everybody else. They have to hold down jobs. Mm -hmm. They have to be upstanding in the community. You know, they, they have all the other responsibilities that we have. I mean, they, they don't get out of that. You don't get out of jury duty because you're gay, right? But you can't get you can't be as miserable as everybody else out there because you're gay. Yeah, they should just let them marry. Fuck yeah, let them be as miserable as everyone. The lawyers will have the lawyers will have a new crop of idiots to go chase after for divorces. You know the the first gay couple in Canada to be married was a lesbian couple. They were also the first gay couple to be divorced in Canada. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, marriages don't work out for the gay community. Better to do for the for the straight community. No, but they should be allowed to do it, nonetheless. So Mitt Romney has been arguing for months that Obama raised taxes on the middle class, Americans, and small businesses during his first term. Hmm. But during a rally in Ohio on Tuesday, the GOP presidential candidate inadvertently undermined his claim, calling tax increases a new idea that Obama would institute in a second term. He says, basically, Obama did not raise taxes in his first four years. Mm-hmm. He's talking out both sides of his face, eh? Yeah, he's talking out both sides of his face. No oh, fucking idiot. So anyways, that's all I've got for tonight. Well, I don't know if you've got anything else. Oh, no, no, no. I've got nothing else. I've just been your random commentator here tonight, you know. Got to keep that uh, shit rambling. rambling. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, well, then that's it, folks. Till we uh, show up next time, you guys uh, have yourselves a good one and uh, enjoy the cranky old bastard. Don't forget to support our troops. We're the race of men Conquer valleys and glens We build huge towers in the sky We're strong and we're bold Though it be hot or cold We'll fight everyone till we die Oh, we'll never give up the mountain As long as hope remains And you will never see a race As old as we're the race